Blog Talk Radio. Forum. This is Stephanie Neal, and glad to be with you tonight. Tonight we're going to be talking about the sacred shamanic beat and its many missions. Now you notice I stayed away from saying that it's the drum beat, but this is going to be much more than just the drum beat. In fact, we're going to be weaving two concepts and weaving it into one thread. One is that uh, what we consider before entering a journey as a Krillian shaman and then paying attention to the beat while entering into the journey. Even though there's nothing to necessarily pre-plan when you're entering a journey, there are also other deliberate conscious journeys, that there is much pre-planning, and it's very deliberate and very precise. So we're going to be ba- bouncing back and forth between both concepts, the beat, and preparing oneself for the journey. And as we actively enter into our own beat, our own rhythm, will cause us to enter into our own transformation process. And that's another purpose of why we are here and within this reality system, within this time. Transformation. So we listen to our own heartbeat, not comparing this process with any other process. And as we release any expectations, as we always should, on how our experience will be, but be willing to open to our, all the possibilities, knowing everyone is just as valuable as you and you are as just as valuable as everyone. We are willing to open to our magical universe and see how ancient, how very ancient we all are. So if we're doing a meditation within a circle That is one of the first most essential steps to take, that we all look into each other's eyes and honor every person within that circle. And it's easier to journey with others anyway. When we honor everyone in the circle, and not just a few, if if only a few are honored, then the circle is weakened, Uh, though not impossible, yet very difficult to have a meaningful transformation and respect the process or the journey. Now, the drum attunes us to the heartbeat of the world. All wisdom and all joy and all harmony begins when we see ourselves as the drum that eternally beats. When all is quiet, we can hear 
or feel our beat within our chest. When we move quickly, once again, it is our heart that reveals itself to us. As we feel that beat within us, as we feel the beat of those around us, we know without doubt how far we have come to be here. Removing all culture trappings and entering into the feelings of the heartbeat allows us to remember we have always been standing in our own sacredness all along. The heartbeat and the drumbeat helps us center and focus on our guidance system. Now you'll hear that term throughout this 30 minutes because that's the tipping point, our guidance system. And as anyone that has sit in a circle with others playing a drum, we all are almost instantly changed. Our energy shifts somewhat. If we're feeling too too high and the energy is too high, the drum automatically brings us down to a leveler of balance. And if our energy is too high, the energy almost instantly brings us up to the energy of the journey that we're about to take. And now, as you've probably heard many different reasons why the beat is important and the drum is important, and it is, but we're going to focus in on preparing for the journey, what happens before the journey. And this is a great exercise, and it's a great activity to do with the group. And it's even... um, you know, it's even fun if you just do it by yourself, uh, alone. Uh, tonight happens to be the full moon, even though you don't want to be going out in your backyard uh, at this time of night beating a drum because they'll call the police, but whatever. But as we focus in on the two beat, the two beats of the heart, and then we go through what things that should be considered before we enter into a pretty in-depth journey. It helps you focus in and release the answer, which is within. Yes, it's wonderful to have a, a meditation, a journey with no expectations at all. Just let it flow any way you like. Absolutely, that's wonderful. But there are times we want to practice our our consciousness in a deliberate way so that we are deliberately growing and precisely setting things up in such a way that we are purposely and deliberately moving towards a particular goal in mind. So just imagine that the drum beat is drumming, just the two beat, the one-two, the one-two, constantly. And as I bring up these these different questions, think about that drum beat within your heart and focus in that beat within you. Focus in on that. And as you're focusing in on that, you will see that the drum within your heart, or the beat within your heart, 
will cause you to to answer that question that's going to be posed to you. And does it make things easier? I think so. I think so. And if it doesn't make it easier, well, you're sure having fun anyway while you're doing it. So no loss there. To the heartbeat and the drumbeat helps us center and focus on our guidance system. I just wanted to say that again because that is the crux of the matter. And paying attention to our own beat, our own rhythm, is more important than finding that perfect drum or that perfect magical tool. Even though finding a, a or making our drum is, in fact, a holy process and part of becoming a shaman for some, and the simple two-count of the heartbeat is all we need, and we're already equipped with that. We come with that attachment. All drums have their own personality and, use, and utilize different harmonic energies. But then again, so does our own heartbeat. Every drum sings, and so do we. Uh, you know, Taking care of our drum is important, but it should also be a spiritual process that a drum just isn't a thing that we just beat to help us to get to the journey. It also is our companion as we move through the journey too. And meditating within it, with it and just using it, um, creating a relationship with it through the through the years. And then also another good idea is telling it journeys you would like to take as you build your relationship with your drum, your medicine. Just like working with your many allies and your totems, your drum also will one day tell you its name. Everyone, and and be grateful for this grounding, this this communication. And as you hear the drum beat on the drum, always recognize that it's also a perfect reflection of what's beating within you again. So that there'll there'll be times you won't feel the need to have an outside drum paying attention to that outside drum and that you can quickly connect to your, well, inside drum or your inside beat. So those are the the amazing things related to the questions as we hear the beat. So there's two layers there just to um, to reconfirm here that these questions that will be answered or asked is all is while or while you're playing the drum or listening to your heartbeat. And the medicine drum helps us center quickly, and it cl- and it clearly is a is a reflection of our own individuality, uh, while also being a guide when we journey. And so, as we move through, we see that as we move through, and we're paying attention to the beat recognize 
really hard to put in, in words, but in meditation we are active and fully in charge of our own opening, our own journey, our own evolution, and our own story. I see so many times that other people try to imitate other people. Other people try to represent and live up to another person's story or tear down another person's story. Journeying is simply we have to release all those attachments and recognize that we stand in our own sovereignty and we are willing to open with nothing else as our detractor. Inspiration is always wonderful, but still, in the end, it is you with your own story. And by aligning our own heartbeat to the subtle beat of the land, we in turn align with the cosmic energies with which we live within. And as we become more aware of our our own heartbeat, we become more aware of our own feelings and emotions. And some people, sad to say, have a difficult time answering this question. What do you feel today? What will we feel? What we feel is a strong communication that reflects our story and our choices. Now, I want to word that a little differently. What we feel and what we emote is, in fact, our guidance system. And everything that our guidance system is telling us is the truth. Our guidance system, it is impossible for our guidance system to lie to us. It is impossible. But because it is so natural and simple, we know about our own feelings and our own emotions. We experience them every day. And because we experience feelings every day, we ignore them and they disappear. They become rendered helpless and useless to us. The very system that was designed to help us and guide us is ignored. And with the heartbeat, the two beat of the heart, this is the time to reclaim that gift of the gods that was given to us when we decided to pop into this reality plane. We decided this is how we will know what to do within this reality system. So whenever your gut is telling you something that just doesn't feel right, pay attention to it. Pay attention. And what we feel is a strong communication system. And this precept, like water, is so profoundly simple. I want to reiterate that again. It's so profoundly simple and so common. 
that our mind soundly rejects it, rejects its guidance, rejecting our own guidance. So how does our gut feel? Pay attention to that. It will never let you down. Recently there was a person that explained, uh, it was uh, Reverend Lily Green, that she saw this show and they were talking about that the two heartbeat, that emotions are emitted between those two heartbeats and that it's the heartbeat and the heart that first receives that feeling or a feeling before it ever reaches uh, the brain or the mind between our ears, which I found that fascinating and, well, and it only uh, proves the point that that I'm teaching tonight. And I'm sorry, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember uh, the show she was watching, but it was some kind of a medical show. But I thank her for that. And then, as we recognize that our feelings and our emotions are this, in fact, this method or process, we this once we truly are proficient and adept in paying attention to our feelings, then we become more magical. That we become and are more equipped, even though we were already equipped, it was just a matter of acknowledging what um, we had all always within us. Uh, it's, it's an easier process to pull our story into this reality plane. In other words, everything we focus in on and try to manifest and are manifested in the astral plane, as we work on places and things and activities uh, up there, or or it's not necessarily up, but in that plane, um, and many of us are adept in that, but then utilizing the heartbeat, we're also pulling, it helps us pull our story into this reality plane. And manifestation starts and ends with emotion plus action. So with the questions, and when the teaching, well, even when, with teaching div- divination, the first thing I always recommend is make sure the quarant is asking a good question. And if an individual asks a very general question, expect to receive a broad answer or maybe not even an answer. If a quarant asks a question that has six questions or seven questions within one question, then there is a very good chance that the answer will be muddled uh, or not answered. In meditation, it is also very beneficial to have a strong, focused question prepared before entering journey to secure a successful journey. And yes, there's a great value at times to enter meditation with nothing. I recognize that. And we will receive a measure in in what we put into the import of our meditation. 
any – in fact, I, that's how I always come with questions with my with my journey. No matter where I land, I am there fully prepared with maybe too many questions. But as soon as I sense an entity, I am there just shooting them out like a machine gun uh, because I'm so interested and so curious. So I have no problem with having a lack of questions. But here are the questions as you hear the drumbeat within your chest. What is your intent? Okay, that's simple enough. And that could be you know, a very focused question. As It doesn't have to be a profound question. It can be a one-word question. Uh, and and your, intent, your intent is, uh, am I going to go to a foreign land to do some remote viewing? Am I going to... Uh, help heal a soul? Am I going to help with another person's issues? Am I going to just go on exploration to a spiritual land or to a physical land? There are many, many other uh, purposeful reasons to journey. But it's essentially, what is your intent? Then where are you going? Are you going to a physical place? And yes, I guess you know that was all already answered on the above, but that could still be... Uh, divided into uh, every place starts with a with a single thought, and then are you are you going to a place that's just beginning in the astral? Are you going to a place that's almost finished? Are you going to a place that's just about to reveal itself on this reality or another reality? So that even though that sounds simple, there there are lots of places to go. Uh, in fact, there's lots of places to just go right here on on this physical plane um, on Earth. The mountains, the water, inside fire, under the earth, inside a stone, inside an assume an eagle, or allow a, a a goddess to assume you. So so that there's many many variations. Next question: How are you going to get there or open? And, of course, we've already discussed that. One great way is, in fact, um, the drumbeat or the heartbeat. But the other ways to to begin your journey is, of course, music or dance or the story or incense or words, uh, movement, any element, and it goes on and on. What are you going to allow yourself to be? Are you going to assume an animal? Spirit guide that goes on and on. What other helpers will be involved in your journey? And of course, that's a decision that you make, and it's only in your hands that you make. You don't want any spirit guide to be pushing you around. For in fact, you always have the final say, but but you decide which spirit guide, which totem, which ally. Which ancestor, which Krillian ancestor, it's up to you. And yes, there may be times that a goddess or god or ancestor may reveal themselves uh, very obviously to you, but yet still you have the final say. And And by deciding your intent originally, your consciousness quickly aligns to that strong focus. 
so it's just not like you're coming up with a a uh, an intent and say, all right, okay, now I'm ready. By simply making your strong intent, and within that split second, your consciousness, your consciously swiftly aligns to that strong focus. And that's a huge step, a huge leap into the journey right then and there. And that's why some people ask why adepts, uh, why how can you do it that fast? Well, that's that's the secret right there. It's the by deciding to align. And then most journeys are not about going to sleep. Most of them are not. They are about being awake, fully awake. As you practice becoming hyper aware then that focus becomes even stronger and it happens even quicker and it becomes it, it's more a concise quick strong focus and then firstly your process should not be so limited that your allies cannot gently guide you so i just wanted to bring that up and, and but so yes there are times that you do want to follow their direction so with no judgment and a beating heart we have all that we need to be successful, which is amazing. And it is us that limit our own ability to listen and be willing to integrate new information and be willing, be willing, be willing to receive the answer in a way that is best for you. Knowing all your answers reside within you. So are you willing to walk towards new horizons? I hope the answer is yes. To identify concrete, measurable intent, I hope the answer is yes. And to close, I want to leave you with something that Seth said. He said, Now, throughout your incarnations, existences, you expand your consciousness, your ideas, your perceptions, your values. You break away from self-adopted restrictions, and you grow spiritually as you learn to step aside from limiting conceptions and dogmas. Your rate of learning depends entirely upon you, however. Limited dogmatic or rigid concepts of good and evil can hold you back. Two narrow ideas of the nature of existence can follow you through several lives. If you do not choose to be spiritually, sorry, if you do not choose to be spiritually and psychically flexible. Isn't that amazing? That is so good. But I hope you enjoyed our conversation tonight and until next time be well and blessed